Hi kids, how are you all? Today I am presenting the another one story of the Lord Krishna. Lord Krishna birth story. Lord Krishna was the eighth incarnation of Lord Vishnu. There was a time when the burden of sins committed by the kings became unbearable for Mother Earth. She approached Lord Brahma, the creator of the universe, for help. Brahma in turn prayed to Lord Vishnu, the supreme one. and requested his intervention lord vishnu accepted brahma's prayer assuring that in his next birth as a mortal he would take a human form and rid earth of her tyrants around 5 year 5000 years ago in a modern day in india was the kingdom of mathura the city of mathura still exists in the state of the uttar pradesh and is one of the most famous destination for pilgrims and tourists Mathura was ruled by a benevolent king Ugrasen. Ugrasen has two children, Kams and Devaki. Kams was an unjust and tyrannical ruler. He usurped the throne from his father. Ugrasen captured him and put him in the dungeons. No one was ha- happy under his rule. He would frequently wage wars on the neighboring kingdom ruled by Yadu clan. That means Yadav. His subjects wanted to lead a peaceful and simple life, similar to how they lived at their king Ugrasen. At the behest of his minister, Kans agreed to marry his sister Devaki to the prince of Yadav clan, that is a Vasudev. He also thought that once the Yadav prince marries his sister, he would be the de facto ruler of the Yadava kingdom as well. The wedding day arrived. The entire city of Mathura was decorated for the opulent wedding. The wedding ceremony was a grand affair. After the wedding, Kans drove the newlyweds to their place in the royal chariot. But before Kans would reach the palace, a divine voice was heard saying, "Kans, with the marriage of your sister to a Yadav prince, your days on the earth are numbered. The eighth son of Devaki and Vasudeva shall end your tyrannical rule of Mathura and kill." Kans was deeply shaken by this prophecy. In a fit of rage, he drew out his sword and moved towards Devaki with an intention to kill her. He thought that with Devaki dead, a son could never be born to her. Hearing this, Vasudeva fell to his knees and begged mercy. He promised that he would personally hand over each child born to him and Devaki to Kans. Kans could kill the baby and thus ensure that the prophecy never came true. Kans Rage began to wane away but to ensure that Vasudeva kept his word he imprisoned both Vasudev and Devaki in the dungeons and ordered his men to keep a strict watch on them every time Devaki gave birth to a child Kans men would inform him he would then visit the dungeons and kill the child by smashing their heads against the prison wall by the end of 8 years Kans had already destroyed seven children born to Devaki and Vasudeva. In the ninth year, Devaki was expecting her eighth child again. She knew the fate of the child and was extremely worried and unhappy. She had seen her brother murder seven of her children. Sleep overtook her misery as she lay in her dungeon. Kans too felt uneasy as he feared that the prophecy might come true. That night was like none other. heavy rain and stormy winds threatened to destroy everything they touched the holy river of yamuna 
which was always in a state of tranquility assumed a monstrous form. It broke its embankments and swelled like an ocean. Exactly at midnight, Devaki gave birth to her eighth son. As soon as the child was born, the prison cell was filled with a bright light. It was as if, if a thousand suns had descended at once into the dark and digging cell. Vasudeva was awakened by this bright light. He saw that Devaki was in a deep slumber and a little baby was lying beside her. Just then, he heard a divine voice. Vasudeva, get up. This is your newborn son. Take him to your Gokul, where your friend Nand, the head of the Gopa tribe lives, and leave him in his house. He will be safe in their house. The divine voice continued. Yashoda has also given birth to a daughter tonight. Nanda and Yasuda are unaware of the birth of their daughter. Leave your son in their house and bring their daughter back to this cell. They along with their entire world will think that this child is their own son. They will take care of your child as their own son. Saying this, the bright light went out. The prison cell was dark once again. Vasudev cuddled the little boy. He kept the child in a basket and started thinking of ways to leave the prison without being noticed by anyone. As soon as the child was put in the basket, the iron door of his cell opened by itself. Vasudeva stepped out and was surprised to find that all the guards were sleeping as if under a magic spell. Vasudeva came out of the prison unnoticed, carrying the basket on his head. He came to the banks of Yamuna and noticed that the river had swallowed so much due to the rain, it felt like an ocean. With no other means in sight, he started crossing the river on a foot. He was worried that both he and his child would be swept away by the strong currents of the river. Before leaving his cell, he had covered the basket with a piece of cloth to protect the child from the rain. It seemed that a mere piece of cloth was no match to the torrential rain which showed no signs of ebbing. Just then, Vasudeva noticed that a huge multi-headed snake was moving towards them. Though terrified, Vasudeva didn't stop. The snake covered the Vasudeva and the child with its hood, effectively protecting them from the rain. The snake was Adinyanandashesh, or simply Sesnag. Lord Vishnu reset on Adinyanandashesh. Adi means beginning, Anand means never-ending, and Shesh means reminder. It is believed that Sesha was present before the universe existed and will still be present when everything else will cease to exist. Adi Shesha also took a human form along with Krishna. He was born as Balram, born as Balram and Krishna's elder brother. Vasudev crossed the river comfortably and reached Gopal. He went straight to his friend, Nandraja's house. The doors lay open and Vasudev entered the living chambers. He found Nandraja and his wife Yashoda in a deep slumber. An infant was lying beside Yashoda, awake as if waiting for him only. Vasudeva placed his little boy beside Yashoda, kissed him, goodbye him and picked the little girl. He kept her in the basket and without even looking back left the place. Vasudeva felt if he was leaving behind a part of his soul. Hurriedly he traced his step back to the prisons on his way back. Adishisha again covered him and the little infant from incessant rain and thunder. As soon as he placed the baby beside his wife, Devki, in the prison cell, the infant gave a loud cry. 
Devki got up from her sleep and picked the baby in her arms. She thought the little girl was her own child. She began to cry thinking about what her brother would do with the baby. The prison guards too were awake by now. They immediately informed the guns about the newborn. They also informed that the newborn was a girl and not a boy as was prophesied. Guns hurried to the dungeons. He didn't want to take any chances. The prophecy had clearly mentioned that the eighth born child of Devki would be the reason for his death. He would eliminate the baby whether a girl or a boy. On reaching the prison cell, Devki pleaded, Oh brother, have a mercy on this little child. She is a girl and not a boy. You have nothing to fear. The prophecy has been proven wrong. Spare her life. I beg you, please. Guns was unmoved. He snatched the baby from Devki's hand and threw her again against the wall. But the baby didn't strike the wall. Instead, she remained suspended in the air and then suddenly took the form of an eight-handed goddess, Durga. The eight-handed goddess was none other than the goddess Durga. She was riding a lion and held different weapons in her eight hand. Kans was terrified on the other hand. Devki and Vasudeva stood in front of goddess, filled with the rivers and audiences. There was a bright halo behind her. That night, the prison cell was filled with bright light once more. Durga roared, Evil Kans, your slayer has already taken a bath. He is alive and safe. One day he will come back and punish you for your sins. This day for you will find no peace. He will come back and punish you for your sins. This day for you will find again no peace. You will keep thinking about your inevitable end. I can end your life this very moment, but you must wait till the right time arrives. Saying this, the goddess disappeared. Kans was dumbstruck. He thought to himself, Maybe my slayer got scared and decided not to take a bath in my prison, so the prophecies didn't come true entirely. He was convinced that had the child taken birth in his prison, he would have surely ended his life. He released Devki and Vasudeva and gave them a separate place to live. A few days later, Vasudeva told Devki about the events which took place that night. Devki, though saddened, was relieved by the thought that her son was safe, even if away from her. Meanwhile, there were celebrations in Gokul. Everyone came to offer their blessings to the boy. Nanda and Yasuda named the boy Krishna. The boy had an unusual sparkle in his eyes. He never cried and kept smiling always. Everyone felt an inner joy whenever they were in the company of Krishna. Thus Krishna was born, but Krishna had an unusual childhood. Definitely he has faced many dangerous events during his childhood days. But above all, the Krishna is Lord Krishna. So this is how the world's greatest child, the Lord Krishna is born. So let's meet you tomorrow, next day, with the next new story of Shri Krishna. Jai Shri Krishna, Happy Janmashtami.